You're now listening to So You Were Saying with Dora and Lex. Tune in every Friday for the latest episode. So hey, 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 guys. What's up? You are now tuned in to another episode of So You Were Saying with your host, Dora. <laughs> and next, y'all, yeah, Dora was like taken back by my what's up. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, that, that's where we're going. That's sis. where we're going today. It wasn't a hey, hey type of day. Anyways, how you doing today? Uh, oh, this is a question for me? I mean, technically, yeah, you're the only person I'm talking to right now. <laughs> <laughs> Until they hear I it. I was like, I'm sorry. Is this uh, is this an audience question? I'm just, are we giving these effects? Because, you know, the what's up? Um, I, I'm doing all right, you know? Um, I feel I'm a little nauseous right now. No, I'm not. Preggers. Just throwing it out there. We're fasting. Just, I'm fasting. And not we, her. I'm not yes, fasting. I, I, I am fasting. And <laughs> today, I just don't feel that great. But, but we're here. We're here. Live and in color. <laughs> <laughs> I Anyways, today, guys, we are here to talk about... Early midlife crisis. Yes. Uh, because this has really been on my mind heavy these days. Apparently, you're going through it. Yo, I'm telling. Well, it's not. You know what is crazy? It's not that you're going through it. You're observing it. Exactly. Oh, you're observing people going through it. Right. Oh. But okay. I also do feel like at some st- I don't think it's an early midlife crisis. I will say that I am in a stage of transition in my personal life. Right. Um. But even After with those two episodes. <laughs> oh God, yeah. If you guys heard the last two episodes, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, I'll, you know. With less, there's more to that. We're not gonna talk about that right now. That's how we're here for. Anyway, none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I do definitely feel like I'm going through a transition, but I wouldn't call it an early midlife crisis. But I am observing other people definitely hitting a stage in their life where I feel like it's an early midlife crisis. Um, What's this age range that we're talking about for the early? Mm-hmm. For the early, yes. <laughs> the early, yes. You know what? It's it's really between like twenty five and thirty five, right? Because I I feel like that's a very crucial age, of course. And it's the age where you are now stepping into a more mature level mm-hmm. of yourself, mm-hmm. but it's also like a middleman. It's kind of just like, dang, like I'm old enough to know better, to do better, to be better. But I, I'm young enough to still have time to get there. But I'm at a stage where I'm stuck mm-hmm. or where I'm like, again, transitioning. Right. But then depending on the type of person that you are, who you are and what you've experienced and gone through in life, it can be like an early midlife crisis because you're wise beyond your years. Right. So, for example, like people who have been married and they married young and then got divorced. Right. Oh, God. You are. I know I'm not trying to like, but it's true. Like mm-hmm. you're at a different caliber than someone who is early 20s living their best life. You know, like it's different responsibilities right. and levels depending on what you've experienced in life. Right. So that's why I call it the early midlife crisis. And then just, maybe I'm going through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it just no, I you definitely know, or agree. somebody who's had kids young, like who had kids in their teens. Right. That's a different set of responsibilities. And than teenagers and early 20-year-olds who don't have kids and don't have that, you know, level of it's responsibility. It's a different perspective, right. So when you're hitting your 25 to 35 age group, right, depending on what you've experienced thus far, you could really be in the middle of an early midlife crisis. Right. Where you're, where you're, where you're going to a point where you're doing, you know, when people say, oh, you're going through a midlife crisis, it's usually because they're doing something really irrational, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what is wrong with you? That's like, you know, 
this is just common in the movies. I'm not coming for the seniors, but um, when those like for the seniors, <laughs> I'm done. fifty plus people who go and like buy motorcycles when right. they've never had a motorcycle. You know, that's like typical in the movie. That's why right. I need that example. But yeah. They're like trying to live uh, live a life that they feel like they've missed out on. Right. During their earlier years. Exactly. I mean, I don't know if I would really categorize it. I think the, I prefer the word transitions better than early midnight midlife crisis. Well, it depends on the actions that you're taking. Because well, if is you're true. if you are doing things that you're transitioning in your life and, mm-hmm. and it's logical. Remember, mid, early midlife crisis, the midlife crisis or the crisis of it all is irrational, irrational behavior. Right. Irrational. I said, right. I said that was like, wait, irrational, that's... but all right, you correct. I, I was going to correct her, but I didn't want to I correct do that. myself. <laughs> I don't need y'all to correct me because I correct me. Thank I'm you. Done. Okay. So you're going to have to spill <laughs> some tea because I feel like you're speaking in regards to a very particular person. Actually, we I, need okay, to give them a name. I'm, I'm really not. Okay. Um, More just like. You're, you're talking about something because you, you. Well, because I'm talking about the the concept of the whole thing, right? And why mm-hmm. people go through these things. That's more of what I'm trying to get to. It's not really about a specific individual, but specific people have given me this um, perspective that I'm about to share with you guys, mm-hmm. which is we live in the, in the phrase of life is too short, right? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, when people hear that, it's like, oh, life is... Like, live now, live now. Life is too short. You're going to miss out on everything that's happening. It's like, but what if life is long and beautiful? What if life, what if you change your perspective and you thought very long term and life is long and it's beautiful and it's prosperous? Not to say that you need to slow down on what you have going on in your your life as far as like your accomplishments and what you want to achieve. But take a moment to live a little. Does that make sense? Yes. And... I, again, I think we kind of touched on this the other day, but okay. So the, the whole perspective, or at least the way that I take it with the whole life is short and you need to take advantage is because many times we do not enjoy the present and we're also not appreciative of the present. Mm -hmm. So I definitely understand what you're saying as far as there is like also prepare for the end game. And the end game can possibly be, you know, 20, 40, 50 years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me in particular, when I hear the perspective of, you know, life is short and you need to take advantage is also take time to be in the present. Because I feel like many times um, we plan and, you know, like when you have that perspective of like, you know, you have 50 years to do something many times that's in reference to people's hustle. Mm-hmm. And then they concentrate their entire surrounding on I'm a hustle, hustle, hustle so I can enjoy it when I'm like 65. Right. Right. But again, not everybody gets to be 65. Right. So you also have to be um, conscientious of, okay, well, if I don't reach 65, I have to be appreciative of this moment and be present in this moment. And I think that's the way that I changed because for me, it was a lot when I was working for the facility, especially Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to grind, 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 do these hours that are ridiculous, not have time for myself not do actually what I want to do. Right. Because I was like, oh, I have to finish school and I have to, you know, help out the family and I have to do this and I have to do that. There was always an excuse as to why later will be a better time frame. But then one day it hit and I'm like, sis, like, what are you doing? Because you also have to take that balance and be able to enjoy the present. 
So that's why it's just like, okay, when I was like, Columbia, okay, we out. We out. First we of all, out. that was an amazing trip, okay? And that was right. an amazing, phenomenal trip. If you and guys then, have never been to Colombia, Catarjena, right. you go. That's all I'm saying. And then like two weeks later was like, Vegas, I oh, bet. Vegas. I was so mad at you guys for leaving me. Oh my God. I was so upset. You and him can really kick rocks because I First missed that trip. Where First was I? Why didn't I go on that? I don't even remember y'all, why y'all you left You had me. just, no. because I, I was transitioning. Well, aside from transitioning, <laughs> I was. remember, you also took two big tricks back to back. back, yeah. to back. Finances were a little tight. So there was also, because I think that's when you went to Louisiana. That's when I was, yeah. I was gonna say, right. No, it wasn't Louisiana, was it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Colorado. Oh, was it Colorado? It was Colorado. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I remember or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, that was one of those things. Like, that wasn't even, that was literally like, I, fi- I got a phone call, um, rewards programs. Um, <laughs> I got a phone call and they were like, I can get you this room in Vegas for this amount of money. You ready? And I was just like, for the first time, I was like, sure. And in the back of my head, I was like, am I getting scammed? (laughs) (laughs) Because working the job that I work now, I'm like, girl, that could have been a whole scam. And And you were like, yes, Yes, here's my my card number. number." (laughs) But thankfully, it It wasn't. wasn't. It was not whatsoever. And it was legitimate. And kind of like I called up my friend. And I was like, you out? Because he's always down to book a trip. And he's so bougie, but, you know, he'd be about his coin. So he was ready right. to go. He, exactly. And his coin would be ready. So yeah, I was really like, does. let's go. You know, so I, I just took that step. But for me, really, when I say, you know, life is short, it's just, it's not that I'm not planning for the future. I definitely am. Mm-hmm. But I also now live in the present moment. And I take time to appreciate that moment. And be present in it because I wasn't doing that before. Well, that's my point of people having early midlife crisis crises. That's crisis. a word. Crisis. I'm about to say, what's the plural term of that? Yeah, Cri- is it crisis? I think it's just crisis. Early. Oh, whatever. I think it's just even it, in it, the plural. It's, yeah, so it's singular and plural. That one I word. Think so we're gonna have to look that up later. But anyways, we're whatever. not English majors right now. Don't quote me. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. So that's my whole point is mm-hmm. because we don't learn to do that early on, we're hitting these early midlife crisis moments because you get to a point where you're like, what am I doing with my life? Like right. 25 to 35 is really a what am I doing with my life moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, this is if you haven't already figured it out. Right. Some people, they're lucky enough that they know what they want early on and they achieve it early on. And that's great. For the average person, that is not always the case. And you are in this this um, limbo almost, right. right? And you're like, so for, the, for example, like a person who was hustle, 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 hustle up until 25. Now they're like, dang, I missed out on so much. Let me be irrational. Let me live my life now, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have those people where they partied hard didn't work hard and now they feel like dang like i should be right at a different level at a different level and i'm not and now you're beating yourself up hence irrational behaviors mm-hmm. like the way that it's programmed in society to push us in so many different directions which does not allow us to really just think for ourselves right it's always what someone else is telling you to do and want you to do and they we really don't get a chance unless you're just blessed enough to have the people surround you that really give you the chance to think and develop your own um, individuality, mm-hmm. right? But for the most part, it's 
go to school, go to college, you know, get a degree, do this because X, Y, and Z. Right. Right. And granted that works for some people and it's amazing. Like I'm not knocking it, but it's not for everybody. And then you get to this stage where you're like, but that's not what I want to do. Right. And now you're all over the place. And, and funny enough, I think that's kind of relatable to us or at least to my part of this podcast, because that's kind of like what sparked this. Because if yeah. you really think about it, um, I kind of just reflected it and I was like, I don't like what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like what I do. Um, I mean, I've been to college. I have a degree. But what context am I using that degree? In I the don't con- even use my degree. Right. No, I It's like just right. sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, what? Yes. Okay. Business administration. But am I actually administrating the things that I actually want to administrate? Right. Like I'm not enjoying myself. And that's one thing. Again, when I and took that miserable. time. Right. It's just like, I was just, to be completely transparent, October, November, December. Oh, we're this... going there finally. Yes. Are we going there the, this what? past year? Because that was like right. a topic that we avoided for a while. Are we about to hit it? I, I mean, I get, I mean, okay, sure. I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think <laughs> well, we were no, avoiding you avoid, it. You did. You said you were like, oh, I would have to disclose, you know, a lot of information about that time, uh, that time frame. And oh, you didn't want to talk about right, right, it. Right. Okay. So I guess we're, we're going to bring somewhat of it up, right? Okay. So October, November, December. Um, December I love because I love Christmas and the new year and whatnot. But October, November literally were months that I really went through a de- depression spell. Yeah. I went through a depression spell. I've never, I have been the type of person that my work ethic, thanks to my mother, has been impeccable mm-hmm. throughout my entire life. Like what I mean from the point in time that I got my first job to <laughs> October, November and December, <laughs> I was one that even if I was sick, I would show up to work. I've worked at the facility with a fever. I've worked throwing up. I've worked hung over. It didn't matter. Those days. Right. It did not (laughs) matter what, but I was showing up because at the end of the day, they were not going to say that Dora did not do her job and that her work ethic wasn't a plus, plus, plus. Right. But something hit in that in those months that I was just like, I hit this depression. And I think it also has to do with the fact that I was going through a lot. Um, Family-wise, you know, I, it, it's just, we're the type of, I'm, I'm Latin, okay? I'm Latin, y'all. If you didn't know it, <laughs> Latina, 100%, okay? Um, for us, we take care of our grown folks. So our seniors, <laughs> we yeah. take care of them. We don't believe in homes. That's not what we do. It's basically... We have that respect that our elders are the ones that we take care of through and through, even when it gets to that age where they can no longer take care of themselves. Right. We are here. And honestly, like w- within my situation, I should have been prepared for this because we went through this with my grandmother. Right. And my grandmother had um, Alzheimer's that eventually became dementia. And it was. May she rest in peace. Right. Um. But it, it was a journey, y'all. <laughs> like, if you have not been in a position where you sit down and you take care of somebody with dementia, Alzheimer's, you know, on towards the end of their life, um, it is something that is very taxing on your soul. Bless you. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and because of that, like, I thought that I was going to be prepared when it came down to my grandfather. Right. Mind you, my grandfather has always been a very strong person. And he's been through a lot. Like my my uh, grandfather's a cancer survivor, not once, but twice. 
you know, um, aside from that, like, you know, the second time that he had cancer, it affected his mental a lot because he just saw himself like deteriorate as a person. Um, because when you go through cancer, you know, the chemotherapy and all of that kind of just disintegrates your body. Aside from the fact that the second time that he went through cancer, he was a lot older. So it wasn't the same time frame of recovery for him. Um, so with that, I thought I was going to be prepared to see, you know, where he would be and be able to carry that out. However, it kind of caught me off guard when I started seeing him, um, I guess his, he just deteriorated so quickly and it happened so, so quickly. And it's kind of like, unfortunately, when you're in, when you're in that predicament, not everybody wants to take the time out of their life to be able to cooperate. And that's where it came um, to play within my household. Um, Thankfully, you know, we were strong, like my nuclear, my nuclear family, the one, the people that I live with were very strong. And we all kind of just pitched in together and was like, okay, I have one day, one day, one day, one day. But realistically, it's still a lot. You see, you're speaking about taking a uh, care of a person. I can only imagine. Yeah. So it's it's just you you do everything right. So there was that in the back of my mind, and then there was the fact that I just started having, I guess, the midlife crisis or going through transition <laughs> and realizing I'm working a job that I really don't like. Mm-hmm. I really don't like. And again, my performance went down. I unfortunately got hit with management team that wasn't as supportive as I had once had. So it was just like transition after transition after transition. And I felt like I didn't have support. And that just hit my depression like tenfold. And again, we all know Dora has problems with binging. So binging went through the roof because I was coping everything through food. Right. Um, conscious that I was doing it but again unable I did not to really care. fully right. control it because it's just like what is going on with my life well I could have controlled I just didn't care I was just so stuck into my depression I did not care mm-hmm. because and 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 so much so that I didn't care that I was making myself physically sick there was nothing wrong with me mm-hmm. and I would have a cold and I would have this and I was like, every single time I was like I think I have COVID Girl, I did not catch COVID until December, <laughs> but October, November, you could have told me nothing else. I was like, I got COVID for three months <laughs> because it was just like that. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. It's that I was there through all of that. So right. it's funny to me. No, because seriously, like I would call Lex and Lex was like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm supposed to be working, but I called out. And it, literally, <laughs> it was just like, and I was, and, and I'm just sitting here like, it's okay. Like mentally, mm-hmm. jobs really need to provide a mental um, health. Uh, come on, how do you say that? How do you, Assistance, uh, support. Assi- right, but, support. But, but that's not even it. Like, it, because. But I know, it's, I know that's right. not the case, but I'm saying like, when you're that overwhelmed to the mm-hmm. point where you're mentally unable to work, it's physically making you sick. Because I, I remember one day where you uh, had an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, oh, I didn't yes. mean to, but. Oh, no. Yes. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm so sorry. I should have cleared that. I should have cleared that. My bad. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I looked at you because I, I just don't remember. But then as soon yes. as you said it, I was you, like, I know what well, you're talking okay, about. If, if I got the clearance, clearance. Right. Um, 
you had an anxiety attack and yep. it was a Saturday. I remember I know because you called me mm-hmm. and I just remember telling you like it's okay it's okay like you, but t- you take take the day no, but, but you but just, yeah no y'all she was not nope she was you couldn't have said anything to her in that moment that was going to really truly calm her down fully she needed the day but you want to know what triggered that the client that I was working with was overly she um, like went in on me aggressive she was aggressive yes aside from like again I work customer service. So it's just she went in like she she told me basically along how I was incompetent. I couldn't do my job. I was basically worthless and that she doesn't know how this company kept me and that it wouldn't be a surprise if I got fired and I would never have another job. And on a normal day. On a normal day, I would not like, have been bothered. She would have laughed about it. She would have hit me up and we'd have laughed about right. it. Right. And I would have literally started playing like move. Get <laughs> out the way. And like literally. Um, but at the at that time, I was so in my depression that I was already thinking all these things. Right. So for her saying it, it just it, it hit. It hit. it hit tenfold, and I'm and and literally like in my head, I'm like, "You right, you right." <laughs> I'm sad, you know. We can laugh about it now, y'all. We've definitely talked about right. this. I'm not like, laughing at her, just right. Her. But it's crazy how like things, you know, like th- this is so like so. This is the reason why, and uh, it's so important for you to speak positivity to your own person mm-hmm. because it's just like if you allow that bad speech to happen. It's just anything on the outside. And people on the outside always have something to say. So it was just like, I was stuck. And then it's just like, not only was I stuck at work, I was still, you know, I, I work from home. So the constant of what my grandfather was going through. Right. So I'm dealing with the clients. I'm hearing this in the background. You know, I, then I have that client tell me, you ain't worth anything. And then I'm like, my weight is going up. I was like, girl. I'm about to freak out. <laughs> it's about to go down. No, no, no. It's not even about. It went down. No, it went down for sure. It went down. But I'm just saying, like, in my head, I was like, oh, God. But it's crazy because I caught myself, like, calling my manager. And I'm like, this is what she just said. And I just can't. I was like, I can't breathe. I can't. I was like, I need to get off these phones now. 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 I'm taking the rest of the day. And my manager literally, like, she was like, what is going on. Because usually, you guys, Dora is very composed. Very. And she, Capital first B. of all, she's <laughs> not going to go to her manager at all. At all that hysterical. Mm-mm. Like, when I, not even when she should be telling people <laughs> off right. in the management level, she won't do. And I've watched this because we've worked together in, you know, in that, in that field. And it's just like, mm-hmm. for her to have that moment, I'm like, girl, I'm going to need for you to take a day or two. Right. Take a day or two, recoup, get your life, and just don't talk to nobody. Right. <laughs> don't talk. To, I think that was a that was actually one of the first times, or at least in a long time, that you and I went that long without speaking. During those months, we didn't speak as much as we usually because did. I didn't want. I didn't. She leave, didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't go upstairs. So basically, my setup is I rent from a, you know from my parents right. in a multi-family home. So we all have our own floor. So. I'm completely independent. So it's like, if I don't want to open my door, I won't. <laughs> and sis said, I'm not opening any doors. Yeah. And literally to the point where, like, I know my parents were like, what is wrong with her? <laughs> because literally my mother would come and she was like, nah. She's like, you're good? Yeah. You're working today? No, I have days off. Lies. 
<laughs> I was like, I have days off because I called out, right. but not because, you know, whatever. And it's just like, you know, to the point where management was like, you know, if you need some time, we have resources for you. <laughs> and I was like, what? I've never in my entire life been fired from a job. And I felt like the guillotine was on my neck. Like I was like, they're going after Dora. <laughs> they're going after. But honestly, I mean, if I was, I was a different type of manager, right? But if I saw, if I was in the management position observing myself, I would also be like, we got to take her off the team. She's a liability. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like, I get it. I mean, it's funny now looking back on it. And honestly, truthfully, if I think about it, I don't know what kicked me. I think Christmas. I I was like, I think it had everything to do with after the whole COVID situation with your family. Like Mm -hmm. the, the, it was literally like Christmas, but then COVID and then the new year. Mm-hmm. And you had time because of COVID. You had time to right. reflect. Thank you. Yes, I was like, I, I got ca- you, girl. I got. Right. I, we was here. We was here together. <laughs> I be in her life. She be in mine. Yes. <laughs> I caught COVID December twenty eighth, and then I was out unfortunately for a while. on my birthday. Well, yeah, I sorry. was so tight, y'all. But it, uh, yeah, I was. I was no, but I caught COVID and I sounded bad. It wasn't even. <laughs> Like, if she's got had respiratory problems, she's never had. But was- with COVID, thank God. I'm telling you, everything happens for a reason because mm-hmm. not that I want to wish COVID on you, but you were able to take the time off from work because of COVID. Right. That you had the break that you needed to recuperate. Yes. Because I was I was out of work. Was it a month? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was almost, some, it was like uh, a few days before a month, before right. the month hit. Right. It was like three and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you COVID had saved the time. My life. COVID, <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, everything happens Literally. for a reason. Yeah. Like, and think about it. How long has it been, and you haven't caught COVID, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden at this mental breakdown of your right. of your life, this what you transition or midlife crisis, whatever you want to call right. it, right? COVID. Yes. And I was just I was out, and then I took the, and it's funny because obviously I had caught COVID, so I couldn't be around anybody, but at the same time, like. That was a time like I just got to rest and I was just watching videos, thinking about content and just and I made honestly. Oh, you wow. made a decision. I made you decision. made a decision. Right. I know. I'm, I was like, I'm I was, waiting for her to get to it. Come like, on, girl. <laughs> I was like, I made a de- Yeah, I made many decisions. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like I just. Yeah, Yo, if y'all can that. see me right now, I'm so excited. I'm so hyped up. Not for nothing. Like. <laughs> That was her catching COVID was such a blessing. <laughs> it was such a blessing because it opened her eyes in so many ways yes. that I have been like screaming at her, mm-hmm. you know, quietly <laughs> that, you know, this ain't for you, sis. Yes. And that time frame really like it did it for her. So right. I'm going to finish up her story. It just put things into perspective. I'm not going to say it on this, but uh, episode, but. We have a whole episode uh, yes, dedicated to up very my, soon. what I decided. Yes. Um, follow me on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> she started but, with TikTok. But, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I did my little dance. Uh, uh, TikTok, you went viral with it. But what I will say is I was able to catch myself and then I made decisions and I kind of just started revamping and kind of just also took the time to kind of speak life into me really and just be like Dora what you doing girl you know you better than this and it's just like no not again and when I came back I came back with a vengeance I came back 
to and the slay. not again that she's referring to is the not giving myself to this company who doesn't appreciate or deserve myself right and not giving to myself just fyi right so it was just like my again th- there was that meme that said i'm not responsible for your lack of employment so therefore if you need to hire more people for this ish to get done do so right yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. that but i came back with a vengeance and I can't say that things are perfect, but they're moving along. And they're I made moving it... in the direction that you're choosing, though, not right. one that you're forced into. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, no, did I? No, I had already made that decision that I'm thinking about what you're talking about. I was already in the middle of that. That's Wait, the, the one that's going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about redirecting your life career wise. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. That's what I was referring okay, to. Okay, yes. You okay. were able to actually take the the mental break that you needed to realize what where you in what direction you wanted yourself to go versus, you know, what you felt that you had to be stuck into because of X, Y, and Z reasons. Right. But I mean, I don't know. Like I feel very optimistic. Absolutely. I'm telling you, this year is full. <laughs> this year has been so far, for Dora and myself, I can only speak for us because I only know our our ish, <laughs> right? Um, has been a year of big decisions, revelations, rev- right? Big revelations, big decisions, whatever you want to call it, um, <laughs> and redirecting. Right. It has really been a year of redirection, like mm-hmm. just picking and going, and like you know what, this needs to happen now and not later, and this I don't know. When we're going to get to the end, but this is how we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what that's what's been going on so far. 2022. But again, early midlife crisis between the ages of 25 and 35. Right. But I think you have to. I always have said, like, the biggest changes in my life. And again, this might be because I'm a big procrastinator. But the biggest <laughs> biggest changes in my life that have been most successful is when I feel that the guillotine is at my neck. And I, when I feel like I have no other option mm-hmm. and I'm like down to my knees and I'm like, Jesus, please send a sign, send a sign now, now, now. But prior to. The, OK, so, yes, but there's a difference between transitions and crisis, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Prior to now, I feel like that was mo- those are more like transitional moments, mm-hmm. right? Uh, very pivotal points in your life where you 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 matured a little more in there and there and there. But mm-hmm. you, I, <laughs> I can't with you. Don't start. Don't start. I'm trying to make a good point here. <laughs> um, dang it. I had a flow. Sorry. I had a flow. <laughs> I just ruined her flow. You said transitional moments where you matured. I really lost my flow. Meaning she was trying to feed you BS. <laughs> no, I just don't. Okay, my brain does not work the same. I keep telling y'all this. No, but um, my the basic point of what I was trying to get to was in this age range, depending on how you lived your life before this age range is really going to dictate, you know, your irrational behaviors, mm-hmm. right? So in your case, I feel like it's more of a transition versus a crisis just because you didn't do anything irrational. It wasn't really irrational. Everything that you did was logical. Oh, right. Okay. I understand. Does that make sense? Like, right. I feel like you you took the time that you needed to make logical decisions. Yeah, I had to like, I don't even know. My mouth was like full of spit just now for some <laughs> reason. It was like, it was, it's like, sorry, y'all. <laughs> that was a hard swallow. <laughs> like, but yes, but like, 
God, see, you about to make me put people on spot. Oh, God. Um, I told you there was a person behind this. <laughs> no, I'm thinking because I'm like, I got to go through the list of people now because there's a few. There are a few. Okay, you can say things without mentioning the person. Oh, God. No, because then people still going to know. <laughs> <laughs> people who know will know. I don't even want them to get get to where I'm going. Oh, God. Can you make it general? <laughs> it's the, like, the, no, they were crazy. <laughs> I mean, you know. Y'all really do get the point, though. Like, yes. When you hit that age, and because we've all been there, or we are all probably going to get there at one mm-hmm. point or another, where the decisions that we make will be irrational based on how we've lived thus far. Right. Within this age range. So I think the difference is when you reach a certain level of maturity, it's all about you learn to pivot, right? Mm-hmm. And you're constantly... Not constantly, but... You are constantly growing to the point where your pivot will come again. Right. But what I'm saying is when when you're met with difficult situations, Mm -hmm. you learn that that kind of like that's your sign. I got to pivot. Right. Exactly. I got to pivot versus sometimes when you don't have that maturity, you don't know how to express that outlet. And instead of pivoting, you're just like, I'm just going to mask this with something else. And usually right. that something else is something crazy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. No. You learn that the in order to progress, you need to become uncomfortable. With those uncomfortable moments come very difficult decisions, situations in your life. And it might seem like everything is like, oh, my God, it's all going to hell. It's not. <laughs> right. This is your time to pivot or fall. Right. That, like, that's what it is. You're going to pivot mm-hmm. or you're going to spiral downhill. Right. And the spiraling downhill is those those moments of crisis. Is mm-hmm. cri- the moment of crisis that I'm referring to here. Right. I need to find out how. I to think it's just the moment of crisis. Nah, bro. You about to have me whip out Google. I can't. I really think <laughs> it is, but that's not here. But, yeah. but I will say, I think I had an advantage to learning how to pivot because I went through very difficult situations early on. My point. Right. Because even with like the whole divorce situation, right. Um, that, that was hit, your early right. midlife crisis, though. That hit. No, but I didn't really go into crisis mode at that point. Bruh. Really? Bruh. I don't really think so. Bruh. Just whatever. Disclosure's <laughs> my behind. It's just like, okay, <laughs> first of all, I, I, okay, maybe. <laughs> I was maybe, like, girl. Maybe. Okay. You want to know? Because you, I'm, I'm not going to tell you how, because I'm not going to put you on the air like that. But honey, you definitely went through a stage from then to now that you no longer do. Well, that's, you want to know what it is. I took, after that and several other relationships, I finally learned the value within not being in a relationship and learning to love myself and being time, you know, spending time with me. So now the Dora, like she spends a lot of time by herself and I'm happy. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I'm happy and I'm content. And if someone wants to come into my life to add benefit, it's like great. But it's like really, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> but that's what it's I'm just, saying. It's it was just still, one of those you went things. through that in no, your that, 25. You know, between, right. I think you, it was like 26 to like right before 30. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it was a little. It Sis, wasn't. I was that here extended. for it. Sis, no, I was here it, for it. It was basically the quiet one was like the oh, end of he, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was 27. I said that, didn't I? No, I you said, said right 30. before 30. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's not extend right. it. I wasn't that crazy for that long. All right. <laughs> but 30. But I mean, I, we live and we learn and then we get loves. <laughs> 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 but I, I, th- I think, honestly, it's just you have to take the time. But that comes, you have to have those bumps in the road sometimes. But I my feel point like- to this whole thing is 
you have to learn to transition mm-hmm. instead of go through a crisis. You have to find out what in your life is going to move you forward and not back. And, you know, learning yourself enough to be able to truly reflect. Mm-hmm. That's the issue is that a lot of people don't want to reflect. And that's how we become, you know, and that, that not become. That's how we start doing irrational things is because mm-hmm. we won't reflect. We don't want to take accountability for our actions and the choices that we've made thus far to lead us here. And therefore, we're not able to transition because we won't even admit to ourselves that we need to. Right. It, it, it's it's difficult because, again, that's that whole self-awareness journey. And that's a very difficult thing, especially depending on what your childhood was like, what mm-hmm. traumas you may have, may or may not have, what but that requires coping mechanisms you developed. That requires child. giving yourself grace, space, appreciation for getting yourself thus far. Really just being patient with where you are in life and not living to the expectations of those around you. Yes. That, that is really what that is. Like, we can avoid, people can definitely avoid the early midlife crisis phase if we just learn or we're taught, right, one, to handle our emotions, to self-reflect, to, to take accountability for our actions. But that's not something that the average person is really taught. So then mm-hmm. we hit these moments and we're like, dang, man, like, why am I here? How did I get here? Life is so short, but yet life is so long or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot. I hear you, sis. Hopefully others do, too. Yeah, no lie. This has really been on my mind super heavy lately. Just taking in the fact that I don't have to keep living in the the thought of life is short. Mm-hmm. But I, me personally, would I want to switch my, my thought process to life is long and life is beautiful and life is going to be full of many changes because I was stuck in the life is short for so long that I felt like I had to I didn't want to change. I didn't want to change mm-hmm. opportunities. Right. I didn't want to leave certain situations because in my head it was like, but this is all I got. This is all mm-hmm. I got. This is what I got to do. I got to do what I got to do. I got to do it. Right. And I'm like, dang, I don't have to do that. And I don't have to stay here. It's like, I may have, I may never get this time back that I've already lost, but that don't mean that I have to continue into this situation and, con- and allow it to continuously take my time from me. I can change directions in life and be okay. Your guys Mm -hmm. are going to be okay. Don't be afraid to change paths, to redirect Mm -hmm. your life. When you start thinking long that your life is long, you become more okay with quitting things. People are afraid to quit. People are afraid to fail. But the thing is, when you learn that life is beautiful, you allow yourself to feel that life is long and beautiful versus life is short, you don't have that pressure of, of of being afraid to quit. When you put it that way, I get it. <laughs> when you no, I mean it, it's it's the truth. It, I think no matter how you phrase it, I think life is always about balance and finding what balance is right for you. Absolutely, because I feel that I also you know feel like you know people do need to live in the present, and I think that you know they do need to be appreciative of their current situation that doesn't mean that you're stuck in your current situation right. or that you cannot quit but I understand what you're saying in that perspective because I mean I don't interpret you know life is short as you know me not wanting to leave or quit something many but do. many people do and and I completely understand in that in that sense like if you need to establish it in your head as I need to look forward to the long game mm-hmm. instead of the short game to give you that by all means power to you sis <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, guys, I'm going to end it here. We're going to end it here. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
And yes, like always. Catch us on IG. <laughs> so you were saying underscore. <laughs> I get it. Until next time, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you later. Bye. Bye.